what's your hope for the purpose of this thing? I have no hope. Walking with walking with Jesus, um, unfortunately, Jared requires um, walking with other people in some way, shape, or form as well. Uh, my name is Jared. Every time you hear that noise, that's Jared trying to check out from the conversation. <laughs> and draws and draws angry triangles. Angry triangles. <laughs> yeah, I'm Aaron. I'm not um, affiliated with him. I just want to state that for the record. Yeah, go Joe. So I actually found I wrote notes on my bio because I can't. I can't remember who I am. Most days when I wake up anymore. <laughs> the, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily <laughs> yeah. reflect the views and opinions. These people of this don't podcast. actually agree with each other on anything. So. <laughs> Can I be so, controversial on one on thing? Just... <laughs> All right, we're hot. Coming in hot. Coming in None hot. Of this soft start crap None this week. Soft start. When sneak you attack. All of a sudden, we look and we've just told our deepest, darkest secrets. And, and Joe got it on. And Joe audio. got it on audio. And shoot. None of that garbage. We're here. We are. We're present at the Undignified Christianity Podcast, where we wish we was smarter than we is. Yay! Woo! Yeah. Dude. Your enthusiasm. <laughs> that is probably. <laughs> That is probably the soonest in an episode we have ever said, welcome to the Undignified Christianity Podcast. It's really going to confuse our listeners. They're going to be like, like, what did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> These guys actually have their crap together now? Like, You missed everything. Well, it's because all of the previous stuff was... Um, Garbage, re- as they say in French. ...being recorded to, as a test for the recording because something happened last last time. So Yeah, there may be two hours... Right around two hours of content that our listeners will not get to hear unless somebody with stellar editing capability comes along and knows how to remove remove clicks and pops and tin can sounding noise because our last attempt at an episode turned into absolute garbage. Fifty bucks, we'll send you the raw cut. Uh, whose fifty bucks is that going to be? No, they're paying us fifty dollars. They're paying for the us fifty cut. bucks. It's like the su- subscriber portion. Yes. Oh, yes. You, know. you send us what fifty bucks. What does the fifty bucks, bucks get? Them, you though? get episode. The raw cut. <laughs> oh. you, get, you can listen to a. I'm going to give you guys a, a hot take here. Don't send us fifty dollars for that. <laughs> I mean, send us fifty bucks, but if that's what you want. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. You don't want it. Dude, I, I you they, saying that, people are probably going to be like, "Dude, I'll send them fifty bucks." Yeah. You know what? Tell you what, make us an offer. And we'll send you the Make raw footage of, we'll call it episode 12 and a half. I feel like we'd have to pay someone to listen to that. <laughs> Wait, what number episode is this that we're recording right now? Well, I, I decided to go ahead and just call it 14. Okay. 14 is what it is, because the most recently released, per the numbers, is 13. Okay, so 13 yeah. and a half. Episode 13.5. Why has he got to be like that? I think we're just going to bury that with episodes one through three. They're gone. You said it was good. It wasn't. I feel like the content was good. Eh. <laughs> of course, I never think the content is good. So. I didn't yeah. think the content was good, but you said the content was good, and now you're going to ditch the episode. I tell you what, if now that we've talked about it enough, you send us 50 bucks, we will send you all four raw cut crappy episodes. Ooh. No one send us that money. <laughs> That's but- a bad deal. I think it's a bad deal as well, but I will send you the episodes. <laughs> for if you 50 send. bucks, we'll do it. That's a terrible deal. So Make, make us an offer. Make so the way offer. Anchor does their advertising, I did some research on what they consider like mileage for what they pay per listens. And at this point, the number of total listens we have on our podcast, the three of us, if we had chosen to advertise for Anchor, would have collectively earned approximately two cents each. Yes. Yes. Yeah. My evil plan has now come to fruition. I can retire and live in the lap of luxury. Yes. Outstanding. Yeah, I think they offer like 15 cents per thousand listens. Yeah, we didn't make it. <laughs> no, not quite. We can switch over at any time though, right? Yeah, we can go back and add ads to old episodes. So as soon as we have, you know, a couple hundred thousand listeners, we'll go back yeah. and add ads. We'll be yeah. making the big yeah. bucks, as the, they say. The bucks that are big. Yeah. Yeah. So how's your week been? We went to the Ark. It's big. The Ark Park? You went to no. Turkey? No, there's this the little place. Ark. Is yeah. that in Turkey? No, it's downtown. There's a church that has some, it's called the Ark oh, Park. Yeah. They built a little Ark. Kids go play in it. There was poop on one of the tables right. last time I went there. Are you done? 
Like, like kid you, poop? Like or like poop? There was, I'm pretty sure it was kid poop. Oh, like, wonderful. Are, are you done? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I'll, just, I'll let you finish. <laughs> Go, Go ahead. ahead. No, no, that's it. I'm, no, that's all I got. You I think the silence means he is done. You, you obviously have something I have to wait until you talk before I can interrupt. We can't, we can't interrupt closers, but openers are absolutely fair game. <laughs> you went to the, the Ark. Not a replica of the Ark. No, we went to a replica oh, oh, of the okay. Ark. So it wasn't in Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> who know, Who says the Ark is in Turkey? I don't know. It's got to be somewhere around there, and I just picked a country, so I sounded confident. Anyway, it uh, it was it was good. It was uh, impressive. It was impressive. Like Darth Vader impressive? Impressive. No. <sighs> All right. More... Uh, did you do the Creation Museum too, or just the Ark? No, I'm told the Creation Museum is for a little bit older audience. That if you're gonna go and and do it, then you should then make sure the kids are just a little bit older. Because I don't know, but that's too bad you told. can't. Your kids can't handle more mature topics. Because I'm bringing mine there next weekend. Have Good fun luck. With that. <laughs> Good <laughs> luck with that. Hey, I tell you what. You text me when you get in, and then text me when your kid first says. I'm bored. Can we go now? Dude, they're going to say that before we even get in the vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So and every 10 minutes after that? Yes. But no, there was some good stuff. There's, you know, they got little exhibits in there and whatnot. But just the construction of the place. Like, what would have to be done to make it the size that it was made is just... That's why it took 120 years. Do you, right. do you think Noah... We actually don't know how long it took. Do yeah, you think well. he enlisted any help from the local townspeople that later drowned? And we are... Um, That'd be fun. There is... <laughs> hey, guys, I need your help. I'll pay you. There uh, is... It uh, doesn't matter anyway. If you look at the ages of those uh, in that line, there was some se- severe overlap in terms of like the L- Methuselahs and yeah. Lamax and all yeah. that, that... It, Likely, they were all hanging around. The family was, I mean, there could have been 30, 30 men working on that thing for up to 120 years. They don't, there's no specific time. But anyway, just some good stuff about creation and, you know, um, stuff. Yeah. That's but the cool. construction stuff just blew my mind. I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it. We are going. We're leaving on Wednesday to go check both of those out. So then we checked out a little rinky dink, uh, Neil Armstrong Museum, uh, just north of Dayton on 75. Um, that was pretty cool. We did a space unit in our... Yeah. The kids did a space unit this year in school. One in home step school. for man. Yes, in home school. We didn't go to the moon, though, so... Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Right. Well, all right. Anywho, on that <laughs> note, um, I don't really have a starter other than my life is chaos. Because we went last camping. Last time you had like seven starters. Yeah, and today I had nothing. Okay. Let's we just went, pull one from last time. Well, we went camping, and we're doing a kitchen remodel. So, like, the house is chaos, and we have, like, the post-camping explosion all around, all around us. us right now. All around where everything us. just gets dumped out of the vehicle, and as it gets cleaned, it gets put away. And uh, I, I don't deal well with chaos sometimes. So, earlier today, I was just walking around in circle. Just like didn't know what to do with myself. It was great. In the headlights. Yeah, it was awesome. Other than that, that's all I got. That's all you got. That's that's my starter. I have no idea what's going on right now. My starter was just the garbage audio. Like, I apologize to you guys. (laughs) You have no idea how I have, on average, if our listeners can tell, on average per episode, I spend probably less than ten minutes editing. Like, I slap the intro in there. I make sure there isn't anything crazy out of whack. And then I export it. That's about all I do. I, you know what? I this last one that we're not even airing, I have spent about three or four hours playing around with it to try and redeem it. And I got it to the point where it's it's almost good enough, but it's no. still there's parts that are just crap. I and Jared doesn't want it aired anyway. No, <laughs> I haven't. Um, I don't think I've ever listened to a finish cut. I've only um, I've only listened to the raw that you've sent. Um, there's very little difference. Little very music, little. Little music at the beginning and... No. Just, well, the intro. Right. The little intro cuts. That's it. And the weird outro cuts that sound like an intro cut. Th- those went away a few episodes ago. Oh, well, that shows you how much I listen. Yeah. 
I listen to the raw. I hear my own voice in my head. I don't need to listen to it. <laughs> I usually listen to the raw one, and then just in case there's something that needs to get like some glaring thing or something, I don't know. And you then... listen to the whole thing again on the no. I I did like the first couple times when it actually got released because I thought that was weird, and then I was like, nah. Like I'll usually like I'll I'll listen to it a little bit. <coughs> just kind of make sure it came through all yeah. right. Not that I can do anything about it or that I have the ability to do anything about it, even if there was a problem. But Yeah, I don't give you control of anything. Yeah. You said you wanted to tinker around with audio. Have you done any of that? I've watched a couple YouTube videos, and I've messed around a little bit. Ooh, he's getting dangerous. He's mm. watching YouTube. Yeah, but I think once the kitchen gets done, I might... Yeah. I went from... I oh, better put that on silent. Yeah, we won't mention who's messaging That's Aaron. That's professional. <laughs> Inside joke, you guys don't get to know. Uh, All right. So, uh, who's actually in charge? Because of that last mess up, that like there was this conglomeration going on about who should be in charge and who had a... Well, I was trying to pin it on Aaron, but then I came up with what I thought was a decent idea. And you, then, can, you can pin it back on me once the now that the idea is there. All right. Well, I'll introduce the idea... Like the origin of that idea in my mind, because obviously our audio was scrapped on the last one. I told you guys last time we recorded that because I was inspired by Nature is Metal, I should probably recap that. There's yeah. this Instagram page, Nature because is Metal. Unle- because unless they send the 50 bucks, they won't hear yeah, that Yeah, they episode. won't hear that episode. <laughs> but this is the only scrap worth saving, so yes. don't Wait, bother it's sending be, 50. It's, it's got to be 50. <coughs> Make it one. 50 bucks. So we can, $51. Well, it's easier divisible by three. Ah, whatever. Oh, good. <laughs> you and your mathing. Anyway, Nature is Metal is an Instagram. I started Instagram just to follow this page because they have like the stuff that Discovery Channel used to show, like what nature is actually like, how gruesome and brutal it is. And it got me thinking about how there is a lot of stuff in the Bible that we, from the pulpit and in Sunday school, tend to filter out, either because it's gruesome or uncomfortable or... We can't deal. Yeah, we can't deal for one reason or another. And so I said I was going to do a little spinoff and start a Facebook or an Instagram called The Bible is Metal. No, you're not. I checked, I checked Facebook. Somebody already has one. Oh. But it's more about metal music. Oh. But they did have a reference to, like, it was all this really artsy-looking flowery stuff with the scripture quote about JL pounding the tent peg through his head. <laughs> so, so like they're kind of tracking on the same path, yeah. but they haven't done anything with it. So I have to come up with a new name like Brutal Bible or Unfiltered Scripture or something like that. But that's what kind of got me going on it. And my thought was we live in a really broken world, right? World full of sin, everything's screwed up. And as believers, we... We'll sometimes use the language like we need to look at the world through our biblical lens. I mean, I I'm, hate it when people say that. I'm going, just... to, I'm going to Ken Ham because he's Creation Museum. I think that may have originated with him. I don't know. I've heard him say it so many times. But what we... is the problem with looking at the world through a biblical lens? It's just like, it's not that it's bad. It's that like when someone tells you that, it's like them saying... You know what? If you just look at it from my point of view, because these are the right glasses, then you'll realize that I'm right. Well, if they're saying my biblical view, I'm saying biblical view. Right. So but when someone attend- says that, there's usually the implication that, here, if you look at it biblically this way, that's you'll just, see that I'm right. That's just your cynicism, Jared. That might be. That <laughs> is very You need to possible. get over it, dude. You need to get over it, and you need to let God redeem stuff that's screwed up in your head. Yeah. <laughs> Likewise. (laughs) (laughs) Notice there's no reference to me. I'm good. Yeah, Uh, he's good. Nothing wrong here. So we look at the world through a quote-unquote biblical lens, which ideally, Jared, is to look at it through the filter of the way the Bible would want us to look at it. Each of us kind of have our own experience with the Bible, so that's why that comes out a lot different for a lot of people. But the idea is there to filter everything in our world through the Bible. But then I grew up, missing out on a lot of Bible stories because people were filtering the Bible from the Bible. And I feel like to an extent, wow, those are a lot of triangles this early in the show. What? Jared's already gone. 
I, I feel like it's I had worth, these two drawn last week when we had the bad audio. Continue. I feel like there's value in bringing up some of the difficult things within the text of the Bible itself to further, give further depth of meaning to that biblical lens. Ergo, the idea that the Bible is metal or brutal or fill in Get whatever blank you want. So, Aaron, that's that's my thoughts. That's kind of where I had hoped to kind of go and wander with this. Obviously, you want to put a hand I, on the I'm, reins, I'm, too. I so don't, hey, you, I don't have to. I'm saying no, if I want you don't you to. want to, I am happy to. I well, the reins have pretty I'm much been the handled at this point, right? I mean, this is usually where it just explodes and everybody just... <laughs> <laughs> That's just when Jared, you're hosting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, is, this is where Jared starts uh, shaking well and Aaron starts talking louder, yeah. hoping that he can convince Jared yeah. of his side. Spe- no. Speaking of talking louder, you Keep see your... all those bars right there on the, the screen? Is that me? That means we're too close to our mics when we're laughing loudly. Laughing I looked loudly. away last time. <laughs> I haven't laughed loudly yet, have I? That was kind of loud? I think it was mostly know. me and Aaron, I think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> me and Cackling. Joe loud? Never. Cackling. Anyway. So, um, the Bible, I, see, I kind of want to say Bible can be metal, but that's semantics. <laughs> no, like, um, there's a, yeah, there's a crap ton of stories in there that I don't know that necessarily people, like, intentionally hide them. Oh, yeah, they do. Well, let me, no, let yeah, me, let they me back do. up. Let me, let me. I would be with Aaron this. I, I'm, let I'm, me, I'm let smelling what you backtrack a little bit, but. I don't think people necessarily hide them with the intent of hiding them so that the Bible looks good. I think a lot of times believers know that God is a good God and they know that this is in the Bible and this is from God. They just can't articulate how God can still be good even though this happened. And so they say, well, if I don't talk about it, then I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want to paint it in a bad light. I don't want to paint God in a bad light and give up, you know, just a snippet like I Google searched in in preparation for this. And there are some articles in there and they... God is terrible because... God is terrible because. And I think a lot of Christians don't talk about it because they don't know how to refute that. They haven't figured out necessarily how to, how to articulate it. They know God's still good even though... They just they don't know how to articulate it, and they want to do it. Don't want to do a disservice to the text by throwing it out there without. Correct. Di- I think it's some people agreed, hide it intentionally, agreed. and some people are doing. Thank like, you. Yeah, yeah. I think the hiding is intentional. The motive, I think, I Could agree be. with you guys. There, there because is the, there the is people pure who motive. look at that passage. You know, any number of the ones that we'll probably go over tonight. They look at a passage and they go. I don't know how to explain that to my kids. Or so, that's a bit so brutal. I, I'm not. I'm just, we're going to skip this chapter tonight, kids or pastors, even who look at it and say, "I don't know how to explain this," because honestly, it makes me uncomfortable thinking about what God tells people to do here. Um, I think the majority of the people I think skip over it or hide right. it. There is a pure motive out there. Does everybody have that motive? No, but I, I would, I would dare say the majority of those. Like, you know, there are like some of the, some of the, um, the sexual stories in the Bible I, I haven't gone through with my kids. Now, if my kids are reading the Bible and come across it, I might say that it, depending on where they are in terms of maturity, I might say, Hey, let's suffice it to say this. And then as they get older, then I can connect the dots as the Holy Spirit leads me and my wife to, um, to you know, go to the depth of that conversation that our kids are prepared for. I'm going to have to go over a comic strip with my son again tomorrow. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So my son's into comic strips, my oldest, like Garfield. He's like rerouting all the old Garfields oh, and yeah. the Calvin, Calvin Hobbs, Hobbes and stuff. And I wonder who turned him on to that. <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> but... There's a comic, the uh, Private Murphy. Have you read these? They're like they're, they're like the military Sunday morning comics and stuff. like I that. Think right? so. yeah, oh, that yeah, I, I think so. Oh, that was Beetle Bailey. Oh, Beetle, Beetle Bailey is what I'm thinking I about. You're I just right. have the books full of them. But there was this guy that was in the army, and he wrote four different little booklets of, and I'm not sure how they were released originally, but they're all army jokes. And it's like this one, this guy Private Murphy becoming a private, and like all these little things that are kind of. <laughs> 
specific to the culture of the military. Mm-hmm. So I think like Ethan's been reading them and he'll ask me, he's like, I don't understand this one. And he'll want me to tell him like what it means and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know if he's just trying to like figure out the military part of his dad a little bit through these kind con- I don't know. Anyway, so there, there was a comic, he brought it to me today and it was, it was a guy getting drunk in a bar and then some like not attractive female walking up and saying, hey, how you doing? And then the guy going, ah, you know, I love beer. Beer's so great. And then this <laughs> girl walks up and it says, but it may impair my judgment. And then the next one is called The Walk of Shame. And it just shows him like trying to sneak out of a building carrying some of his clothes. And most of them are, <laughs> most of them are pretty <laughs> innocuous. But I was like, um, I'll talk to you about that when we're older. <laughs> Which we've apparently tomorrow is older. Well, talking this conversation when he was talking about, I mean, because we've had the sex talk before, you know, he's almost a teenager, but, and we've had it before, and I, I bring it up every once in a while. Like, so is there anything else you want to go over about this? Nope. Nope. <laughs> like, okay. Nope. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable again. And then, yeah, anyway. <laughs> but tomorrow I might walk him back. But I don't know what triggered that and what you were saying, but. Well, just, I think. Certain sexual things in the Bible Certain that you may skip over. That's what that I that. skip over. You know, one of the things I have on the list is Lot and his daughters, and we'll talk about that. But I've got um, that on here too. <laughs> right? Oh, I'm sure. We I was have. actually I was actually going to open with that yeah, as far as my first example. But so, but you're not in charge. So shut up. But I, th- <laughs> I, th- I think what we'll do <laughs> now. You take control. Way to go, Jared. <laughs> Did you come up with some? Yeah. Okay. Do you have scripture references on them? Yeah. Okay. Do you- I don't have references. I just know the stories. Okay. I'm a good Jesus either, person. Either I have references. T- either t- oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Jesus quoted book, chapter, and verse when he spoke. Well, yeah. He, <laughs> he did. Well, book. book. Qu- quoted is the key. Nah. <laughs> Didn't did Jesus? Listen, I don't think Aaron, Jesus paraphrased I'm trying to attack Joe <laughs> for your behalf. Don't ruin it. Okay. All right. Okay. Just let me insult him and walk away. You don't have to keep. I'm used to it. Just yeah. let him. I'm just so used to being on the opposite you side gotta, of the fence from you. You got to shoot like... and run. Hit it and quit it. <laughs> Did you? Speaking of Bible stories we don't talk about. What's, what's <laughs> hit it and quit it mean, Jared? Well, what happens is well, there's see, these birds, see, and these bees. <laughs> and when the birds, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Thank Maybe you. Maybe when you're older, Aaron. Thank you. For- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so let's... let's uh, Jared, why don't you start throwing out there? Um, if you just have one? the scripture, if you have the scripture reference, read it from scripture. Um, uh, otherwise, just tell I'm not story. sure if mine are that good though. Because like I know where you guys wanted to go with it, but I really don't have that many problems with going? those stories. No, that's okay. Okay, that means we'll so, have more diverse ideas. In to look Joshua at. seven, Joshua Aiken? seven, I did bring no. my Bible. Well, least. it's re- it's. It's related to Achan, but there's a more specific... Don't tell my heart, my yeah. Achan breaking so heart. when the Israelites crossed into and took over Jericho, right? Crossed the Jordan, took over Jericho, right? Everybody's happy. Yay! And then, but one of God's orders when they took over Jericho was, don't take anything. Don't touch anything. Everything's gone. Scorched earth. Don't take anything. A dude named Aiken took some stuff, like silver and gold and things. And the next thing they did was go to take a little town called AI. 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 And it was a town of artificial intelligence. I used to say because of yes, (laughs) it's spelled AI. AI. Yeah. Um, Hey, I. I. (laughs) We're gonna have to call it I from now on. I. 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 Let's go attack I. Let's go tech aight. Ah, we don't need that many guys to go up there. Just send like 3,000. It'd be aight. Aight. <laughs> anyway, so that was kind Father's of the story. Day. We can make bad jokes. Right. We can make bad want. jokes. Um, it won't be Father's Day for you when you're So because someone in Israel had broken the commandment, God's favor kind of left them when they went to attack this smaller They got their butts handed to them. 36 people died. That's all they say, that they came and their hearts melted and these 36 people died. And then they ran back, and then they figured out that Aiken did it, and then the ground opened and swallowed him, which I think is but, cool. No, but not, not just him. No, the ground didn't open and swallow Wasn't him. Wasn't that one that one? No, they stoned him, and not with marijuana. When does the ground open up? Was that that That's Aiken? the sons of Korath when they were um, grumbling oh, yeah. and complaining up a, in oh. the desert. Okay. So the ground Korath did not open Korath. and swallow, but they did die. They, and they, then they not went just Aiken, though. His, they and his, stoned yes. Aiken and I his whole family. I don't care about that. 
Okay, what were you saying? The 36 soldiers who died thinking they were doing the right thing and they had God behind them. Okay, you went way too deep with this thing, dude. <laughs> no, no, that's all right. That's all right. Those... God is for us. And then they die. And then they died. And it wasn't their fault. And it wasn't their fault. You want to know like one of my Leave biggest... Leave it to like, a soldier to read that part of the story. I love. That's why I love having the three of us together. I've never looked at it that way. Those 30... And they even mentioned 36 dudes went up there like, yeah, I got this. It worked last time. Fucking dead. You better, you better believe that it was their family members that grabbed the first rocks. <laughs> oh, yeah. But should it have been? <laughs> I don't know. That, like, that sentiment right there, like, God's got my back for good reasons. I know I'm good. And yeah, because Joshua said, God is with us. We're dead. conquering the promised land. <sighs> dead. And, and God said, see... And that lines up like a huge trust issue then. Yeah. From that right? point. To right? <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Hey, seriously, guys, we're going to attack I <laughs> this time. God's really with us this time. Are you sure? Oh, number 32, his brother's going, I ain't going up there. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, man? See what happened to Bob? Bob went up there. Everybody said they hadn't taken anything. His ass got shot. <laughs> Sorry. So that's that's my first one. I I so what are we supposed to do? Like we just brought up these things that were brutal. Did we say what we had to do with them? I want to circle back at the end. Like these, this is going to be a long list of things that are difficult to deal with. But I want to circle back at the at the end to address. Maybe we should keep a note of the ones that we actually discussed to address either one by one or big picture why these stories are included in the Bible and what we can learn about the nature of God from them. I mean, if you wanted to, we could do those each one at a time. But that I might feel be like, easier than trying to like circle well, back around. But I would like to—I kind of would like to circle back around because the uh, the reasoning out really becomes a okay. Can kill, I make kill one before point? we <laughs> skip on? I okay. kind of narrowed down what makes my heebie-jeebies with that story, and it's the the play between like individual salvation and versus communal outcomes. So this whole we're good, I'm good. But when we're dead. <laughs> but when we're dead. We're dead. So that that that's where that gets kind of hairy for me. That that one kind of freaks me out. I'm not gonna lie. So so we don't have to have closure on each of these topics okay. as we go. Okay, good. Because I just, don't have any closure yet on yeah. that one. <laughs> like, uh, God, I kind of still, still have some still questions. Still got some problems here. <laughs> All right. Seems to be a pattern here. The people that are doing it right are the ones that die. I don't understand. So the one that I was going to lead with... Can I, I want to piggyback on that. But then the other... I'm sorry. No, we're I'm not sorry. explaining. No, we're not explaining. Okay. There's that part of the story, but then there's also the part of they his, stoned Aiken and, and his, his whole family. family. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Whatevs. 36 soldiers or a whole family. <laughs> like, hey, Jared, you stole some cows. I'm going to kill you, your wife, and all your children, and probably your... Your extended family as well. And the cows you stole. And the cows you stole. Yeah, it's not good. Like that does that it's I, no bueno. I agree with Aaron's piggyback on that. That right. does seem difficult. Uh and I really want to go into closure on that one. <laughs> but we can come back to that we'll later come back. if we need we'll to. Come back. All right. So one like I I'm trying to look back on I tried looking back on my life of the things that I've taught. Um specifically in a position of leadership or going through the Bible. And think of any times that I may have actually avoided a particular section of scripture. And there's only one that could come to mind. And I feel like I had good reason for avoiding it. Um, I was 20 years old and I was a quote unquote house father for a bunch of girls that were anywhere from middle school to high school. And it was the section in is it Genesis. What was it about? Uh, it was a lot. Offering his daughters oh, yeah, yeah. to the men of the city. And oh, yeah, when the angel was there. Yeah, the angel is there to get Lot and his family out and say, Listen, we're going to burn everything down. Come with us. Lot's trying to talk him into staying. The men of the city are like, Let us have the men in your house. They're visitors. They look tasty. We want to do vile things to them. And Lot opens the door or cracks it, the window, whatever, and says, No, here, take my daughters. And I did not know how to read that without triggering extreme trauma in one of the girls in my care because she had been abused 
for her entire life by right. her father Again, and uncle. I would pure say that's a lie. So that is a pure motive <laughs> of hiding a story yeah. in the Bible. So that that's the only one that I can actually think of having hid. Like now, having different understanding of things, I might actually choose to tackle that, nah. but very carefully. Um, and I might choose to tackle it with that particular student before tackling it in the group so that they know that it's coming. So I, I don't like avoiding scripture. I think there's something to be learned from all of it that's going to come so back up in the end. So you think Lot was right? I don't think Lot was right. Okay. No. Then I had to get a little bit of closure. You can tell her all this. <laughs> you want. Behind so, every bird's a pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Here I am, times two. There's two piles of shit. <laughs> so that one, that one's difficult. Like hearing that story in the Bible of a man who was being singled out of a city to be saved by God that would be willing to do that to his daughters. Now continue the story of Lot. <laughs> you guys are jackass. Yes. Continue the story of Lot. So they leave. His wife dies, turns into a pillar of salt because she doesn't why? obey. Because she looks back at the city. She looks back at the city. Poof. She turns into a pillar, pillar of salt. It's like, oh, I Seems wonder what's fair. happening to my home. So Poof. then... Seems so, fair. So then Lot's probably pretty sad, gets stone drunk wasted at his daughter's his daughter's daughter's beckoning both of his daughters say there's nobody to carry on our father's line we need to have children for him so they get their father drunk and they sleep with him to carry on his line after he just tried to um give them give them to somebody else yes so it's a really 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 messed up family that for some reason god picked out of that city and said well you're better than the rest or maybe it's not you're better than the rest. No, it's not. But he chose them. He was no, he was Abraham's family. And that Abraham was that reason. was the whole argument with Abraham of would you do it for 50? Would you do it for 40? Would you do it for 30? Would you do it for And God knew the whole time he was talking about Lot cuz that was Abraham's kin, right? And so oh, anyway. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah, the offering his daughters to the men of the city, then his wife turning to a pillar of salt just for probably looking back fondly on home or wondering what all the screaming was behind her, mm-hmm. and then daughters getting dad drunk and sleeping with him to have kids for him. That, that That's a pretty dark in story Bible. in the Bible. So uh, fast forward a little bit. You've got uh, Abraham and then his son, Isaac, and then Isaac's sons, Jacob and Esau. How are we, not, how are we skipping over Abraham and Isaac? Hey, son, mind if I sacrifice you? But he didn't end up sacrificing him. Okay, so, all, right, all right. Anyway... Um, but he woulda. <laughs> so he woulda. <laughs> so that um, knife was sharp. Um, then you get to Jacob, who plays favorite favorites in his family, um, and that screws him up long term because um, they are. Um, God told him not to settle, and you know to just be wandering in the land because he would give them the land in the future, and so they end up hanging out next to Shechem, and uh, all of a sudden. A guy from Shechem goes and takes uh, one of Abraham's daughter or one of Jacob's daughters, Dinah, I believe. And um, Dinah had two brothers, Simeon and Levi. So, and and they were from the not favorite wife of Jacob, uh, the ugly one. She was homely. The trickster that got tricked. Yeah, the trickster got tricked. So anyway, um, so... The daughter gets taken, raped, and they're like, whoa, 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 that's... We're going to need to put some trigger warnings on the, uh, the label of this particular episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the daughter gets raped, and then the guy's like, I want her to be my wife. Well, in that culture, that's kind of how things... Excuse me. Yeah. Raping them. It, the, the, the... The man father, who committed the crime the was expected to try and redeem it by doing something honorable. Exactly. And marrying the daughter. So he wanted to marry the daughter. And the family was like, um, you're not circumcised. Uh, the rest of us, I mean, that would be a disgrace to our family. So um, they said, if you want her, then you're all going to have to be circumcised. This is actually one of my favorites. To and you. dude was like, dude was like, I... And so the entire village estimated somewhere from 50 to 100 men. All get all circumcised. Like mass circumcision party, right? And 
Yeah, we really need to put a uh, <laughs> flag on this episode. We're going to have to pay people to get this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, here they are, three days after being circumcised with obviously um, very primitive methods. There's no um, f- sterilized scalpel and iodine. and There's ed- fire. There's they fire. Had, they had some means of doing it safely. Idea. I mean, they yeah. did so, it regularly. So yeah. three days later, Simeon and Levi, whose sister just got raped and dad pretty much did nothing, grab their swords and kill every while they're while they're laying there moaning and groaning and aching from from their party from, from their party <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and kill them all. Hey guys, hey guys, want to come to my bachelor's party? <laughs> That's wrong on so many levels, but I must applaud the um, the brothers. I mean, that's just good tactics, is what that is. <laughs> it is it is brilliant strategy. But they murdered an entire town. Did they? Now then, we'd have to get you in see, the definition I... of murder versus killing at this point. Go ahead. I'm just. We're not going to give any closure to this. I'm just saying, murder is a very strong term. Yeah, I I might fall a little bit more on Jared's side. I, for the, I see for the, the brutal. Two, I see the brutal act as for the father, father doing nothing. For the father and son, for the father and son who were participating in the whole rape situation and trying to then purchase the the rapee, and um, but then the entire rest of the town kill them all. They were complicit. Were they though? Were you there? That's how I read it. You're obviously reading okay. it as murder. Let me, I'm let me ask it as this. Not I, murder. To, let me try and answer your question this way, Jared. What question? Were they complicit? Yeah. That would, wasn't a question. That was a Would statement. they be willing to go under the knife if they did not support the actions of the man who they went under the knife Were for? Were they allowed to? See, because here's the I other thing. They go, under the, they go under the knife and they have access to all these women. That are in Jacob's clan. So, um, oh, so you're you're looking at this just, as just a side note. Just a side note. This is see? this complicit. is one. This is one of we're the, giving clarity. Whoops. This yeah, is we're one not of supposed the, to be giving clarity. This is one of the passages, and I think it's the like the only passage in Genesis where God is not even mentioned. So, really? just a side note. Interesting tidbit there. Anyway, go ahead, Jared. That w- oh. I'm supposed to do my second one now. You got more? Yeah. If you want, we'll just keep. You round said to ta- find two. Round table until no, we run out. No, you go. Out. Go ahead. We'll round table until we run out. Ah, you only said two. <laughs> just go. Whatever you want. Dude. All right. I have we'll to go skip. to my backups. Right, we'll skip. No, 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 no. No, we're skipping. No, you this I have time. another one. Ah. Go. Um, Matthew 17, 14 through twenty one, where the uh, disciples cannot cast out a demon. And they come to Jesus. Well, it it's yeah. weird. Jesus' because, answer to them. <laughs> well, no, because it's not even Jesus' answer to them. So when the sons of Siva or whatever, uh, it was it was, was a, it, the, it was a man that brought his son. One? Yeah, the prayer and fasting one. Some demons cannot be cast out except by. But prayer that and is fasting. a side note that isn't found in the earlier manuscripts. That's true. Okay. So uh, prayer is it? Prayer is in many of them, but fasting is not. Right. I'm just saying that there's. What Jesus says is... So you're in Matthew 17. You 17, said, right? 14 through 21. So Jesus right. casts out the demon, and the disciples come up and ask, why couldn't we cast out this demon? And he says, because of your little, your lack of heart and faith, small faith. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a side note, like in parentheses in my Bible, that makes a note that it isn't in some of the earlier manuscripts and blah, blah, and that it... Mm-hmm. it like, But that... I've heard it before... Where they just say, well, it couldn't come out because prayer fasting. So it's like there's like this formula, right? Oh, well, there's a formula to do this. And then I read it again. I'm like, okay, I see where you're getting formula, but also take into account that that's a footnote <laughs> from right. not in all. So there's Jesus all, is addressing their faith Jesus and their heart. His, his response is also a little brutal because in 17 it says, Jesus answered, oh, faithless and twisted yes. generation, how long am I to be here with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring the boy here to me. <laughs> and then he casts out the demon, and then there's like the side note of, uh, oh yeah, and this one can only be prayer and fasting. That so does like, seem a little rough. Like, hey guys, <laughs> um, you've been learning from me for a while. Let me send you out to do these cool things. And then when they try to do a cool thing and fail, he's like, ah, how long do I have to put up with you idiots? I'm going to do this. So, but for me, the struggle is um, like formula versus feeling. And that's because Jesus. You don't addresses, like either. I don't like. Well, 
it's both you, and. You probably prefer a formula over a feeling. No, right? I don't actually. <laughs> what? No. So you would prefer a feeling over a formula. Well, not necessarily a feeling, but like a. You gave us that binary option. Right. There's relationship, and there's the moving of the Holy Spirit, or there's a formula to make God move. I would tend away from the formula, and that little side note that is this kind of a side note is the formula, and then I've heard a lot of people latch onto the formula and try and say... Mm-hmm. Well, all you got to do is pray and fast, and yep. the demon's gone. That's not well, what it's saying. No, I, don't I have a story about that, but... <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. That's what str- the struggle for me is that play between formula versus relationship with God and things of that nature. I think it's that one's hard to, for me. We can still uh, call it formula versus feeling. I understand okay. what you mean now. Yeah, not necessarily. Yeah. Yep. Aaron's gonna get on me because he's gonna. Go no, I know. I'm. I'm legitimacy of scripture. If it's in there, it's nope, in there. Nope, <laughs> nope. Dude, I agree with you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That like, that, that could actually be a point of its own. There are many pastors I have known who also avoid scriptures that are difficult historically or theologically speaking, not because they're topically or emotionally difficult to jump onto, but but they're they're hot button. Well, not just hot button. There are legitimate, like especially between the Gospels, there are portrayals of a story in three different Gospels Mm -hmm. with very slight different variations. And to the critical reader, you could look at that and say, well, one of these writers is not telling the complete truth or is missing part of the truth. And there are some pastors who will try to avoid those complexities. Right. But the pastors I have appreciated most are the ones that say, look at these three. Let's dive into the complexity. Here is where we can have clarity. Here's where it's okay to have some questions. And here's where like the heart of the issue is. Yep. Like have you gotten in um uh what's the book you're doing with your kids? The um Don't have enough faith. Don't have enough faith to, to be an atheist. atheist. Have you gotten in there where he talks about a couple of those? The best. I'm. I'm gonna offer some clarity here, but I'm sorry. That's all right. Go um, ahead. But when we can you dip our toes in that water. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if something happens, and I am trying to find out what happened, and I interview the three people who are involved, if I get the exact same story word for word from all three of them, what do you think? They're lying. They're lying it's their ass it's off. Coordinated. <laughs> <laughs> so. For me, the the fact that they have all these same stories and all the heart of all these same stories are exactly the same in Jesus who he said he is, and this is what was written down, and this is what's there. So even if they were the same action, which is kind of up in the air, the fact that they aren't exactly the same is proof of their legitimacy, in my opinion. Is more of a proof of their yes, legitimacy. than if they were all exactly the same. Hmm. <clears throat> what you got, Joe? Uh, wives for the tribe of Benjamin. Which one is that one? It's the last chapter in the book of Judges. Um, I I didn't read the whole thing through, but basically... Summarize it for us. So, what had happened to the tribe of Benjamin? The, The tribe of Benjamin had done something really stupid, and they were punished drastically for it. But then everybody in the nation of Israel was like, oh, well, we kind of feel bad for the tribe of Benjamin now because now now they don't have any wives. They're not going to be able to make any children. The The entire family line is going to die. So I can't remember what group it is or what nationality is, but basically they bait a whole bunch of girls into a particular location and say to the tribe of Benjamin, go grab yourself a wife. I remember this. Yeah, that, that's a really oversimplified version of it. But that's basically how it reads and how it feels. It's like, hey, there's these vulnerable girls that we're going to lure out into a lonely place. And you just go snag which one, whichever one you want for a wife. And if one of those lonely girls was my daughter, which I don't have one, but I could kind of imagine what it would be like, I, I wouldn't be okay with that plan. Here... Well, what do you do we'll is you that. go and you say, well, I'll let you have her if you get circumcised. <laughs> and, then, and, uh, and, then, and then what you do three is days later, you give him the axe. <laughs> or the sword, whichever is more convenient. So that, Hell yeah, just good tactics is what that is. <laughs> like they, and well played, sir, that, well see, played. And that was several hundred years after, well, excuse me, possibly, let's see, that was pre-David, post, so they're... Several hundred years after 
Simeon and Levi. Yeah. See? Did they, so why didn't they? It's been long enough. Duh. You can just dust that one back off and use it again. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't a one trick pony. That'll jump twice. <laughs> That'll jump twice. <laughs> uh, that I don't have a whole lot on that one. That's just one of those ones. That, yeah, kind of cringy yeah. when you read it. All right, so I'm gonna read this one because I made a commitment last week and a uh, a uh, I told told uh, Jared and Joe that they could hit me. I will never say rat's ass again. <laughs> so I'm reading. Does it say donkey the, in there? I'm reading from the Bible. Is there a donkey in there? So I am going to read it verbatim and. Because it's in the Bible, I you guys can't. You can't. I can. No, you can't. And I will. No, you won't. Yes, I will. No, then you read it. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you at? Where are you at? I'm in Judges. Speaking I'm in Judges. Censoring the Bible. Judges is rough. <laughs> Judges is. It, it's yeah. So you want me to finish that for you? <laughs> I can. When, I have no such qualms. <laughs> and when he came unto Lehi, the Philistines shouted against him. And the, this is Samson. And the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and the cords that were upon his arms became his flax that was burnt with fire, and his bonds loosened from off his hands. And he found a new jawbone of an ass and put forth his hand and took it. <laughs> And slew a thousand men therewith. Which I would always, I was kind of interested to see that. When I read that, I'm like, you know, how many moves could you use with a jawbone? Like, if that... You got the uppercut? You had to be putting, like, the other arm into it a little bit, or like yeah. a rock. or Maybe he was just holding it the whole time, or, or maybe, it was around. Or maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe it was the entire lower portion. What, and he, he like gnawed to death? No, and he busted it, and he busted it in two, so he and had now two. he had two. No, ah. see, but it's, but it, if it was connected... See, it was sharp, see? You could see, stab was, somebody with it. Oops. <laughs> You're getting really into my jaded see, sense of humor look, here. Man, I'm look. enjoying it. Keep going. See? It's pointy. You yeah. could stab someone with it. Yeah. A thousand yeah. people, let apparently. See, let me see the picture. It's pointy, like a stick. You could totally, like... If those teeth on the bottom weren't in the way, use that as the handle. And you got the, Even the with two the teeth hook, in the bottom. The two hooked ends. It's like a double-headed it's axe like a almost. Right. I wonder exactly. what type yeah. of arm. Or bust it apart and... Side note, how do you guys picture Samson when you picture him in your head? Uh, honestly, like? honestly kind of like Swedish Jesus. No. You picture Swedish Jesus. I, somehow... What do, you, what do you picture? Uh, in the movie Troy... Um, Right at the beginning, there's this battle, uh-huh. and uh, they Brad call Pitt, Achilles, Bert, which is yeah. Brad Pitt, that, not that guy, yep. the champion for the other big army, dude. like big, big dude. dude, like yellow teeth. Or, yeah. That's how you picture Samson? That's how I picture Samson. See, I, so, picture, I picture him like this. But with hair. I picture him this frail, skinny dude with long hair, because I feel like if the Philistines saw that big guy, just like the, the Israelites saw... Goliath and were afraid. I feel like if they saw that big guy, they'd have a little more respect for him. They'd be like, we need to be a little more careful around this dude. But, but they were always trying to sneak around. And I know, but it's just the irony, the, the way my mind pictures it. There's no biblical reference for what Samson actually looked like, just to <laughs> there, be clear. There was a, I picture this scrawny dude that as soon as he breaks these ropes, they're like, oh, shit. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> How'd that scrawny kid do that? <laughs> like, hey, you see that skinny kid over there sleeping with the hooker? Go kill him. <laughs> yeah. oh, he's lifting the gates <laughs> off the city wall. <laughs> yeah, that, that audio clip there, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I have a new editing tool. We can, oh, you can, we can decrease the audio. Flatten, that's flatten the hives the curve. a little bit. <laughs> okay. No Actually. masks required to flatten that curve. <laughs> 21 days to flatten the curve. <laughs> Uh, wah, wah, wah. But so, the other the other yeah. piece that was in there is how did we get there? Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the so other what's piece, bothersome about that? <laughs> I don't know. It, it's metal. It's it's oh, gruesome. it's just metal. It's metal. Just it's imagine okay. a thousand men with the jawbone of a donkey. I like. Seen, it's not like he had yeah. like. A, a Jared's like, is that gun? a literal 1,000? With not... just the jawbone, or did he like start off with the jawbone and kind of went from there? Steal some swords as he went, or 
you got know, creative. Use his thumbs. Or, I'm pretty confident know. it would have to be a pretty fresh jawbone, though. But that's because what it an says. old one it would says, be brittle. And how does he block a sword with the Vers- jawbone of a donkey? Uh, Who says they had swords? They had them tied up. Maybe they were all having a yeah. Philistine party. Philistine party. That's what it was. They were like, Philistine bachelor party. Let's tie up, let's tie up an Israelite. That's terrible. You should have read your, your enemy's uh, historical documents. Yes. No, <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I told you that I, wasn't a one-trick pony. I read this, I read this in, a, uh, in, in one of their bad. old books. A thousand trick donkey. That's not good at all. Yeah, but it says he found a new jawbone of a donkey in uh, in verse fifteen. Of I missed the new part. Judges fifteen. It says I don't think it matters. New. I think it's more of a creative like. Oh, hey, look at this. Oh, well, good thing you tried to hit me with that sword. Let me I think it, that. I think it's a more important story that uh, God did something cool there. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, was... we don't want to give a closure on accident. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jerry, what you got? Oh, you I got, got another. You got, you got some backups. Another one. Or um, we can bounce. Not back any and good ones because I feel comment. like you guys you just went like all the like the. We went. Metal fruit, yeah. We want metal. Um, Low hanging fruit. <laughs> Love you too, Jared. Love you too. Swing for the slow. Oh, wait. wait. I got one for you, Jared. I got one. I got one. I'm about to pull a sports ball reference. All right. We swing for the slow pitch. No, it doesn't work. What? I mean, it kind of works, but you and just insulted half the population of this world that plays softball. What? It's fine. It's cool. You wouldn't understand. How is that insulting? Because you don't you understand it, sports, so you don't understand why that's insulting. You made it derogatory and directed it at a section like of I the tr- population. Like I was trying to connect with you on like a sports ball level. I appreciate that. And, and <laughs> like... I feel you. I love you, bro. Better luck if you're worried time. about if you're worried about insulting the softball playing population, which I is... love playing softball because I'm too old to play fast pitch. Oh, well, never mind that. <laughs> I was good. I was about to offend you even more then by saying it's mostly women. Wow. <laughs> well, that's, now what is the difference man. between going for low hanging fruit and swinging for the slow pitch? Because like low hanging fruit would be easy to get to, whereas so is a slow pitch, is it not? Depends. First of all, are and... we gonna like? You went there. It depends on you who tried. pitches it. It depends on never try to empathize with a sports baller. Uh, Joe, I should have known. We're I better than known. you. Try not to empathize up. They are better than <laughs> try us. Try not to empathize up. <laughs> empathize up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Try not to empathize up. Just swing for the slow yeah, pitch. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> So if you don't have anything else, uh, I do, but go. I don't know if you go. guys want. What you got? Hey, uh, we'll tell you it sucks if it does. It's no big deal. Habakkuk, Habakkuk, pretty much all of Habakkuk. Habakkuk, but particularly like his name. The end. I feel like when his parents were naming him, they were sneezing, or Maybe. they had a cold. Like, what's your son's name? <laughs> Maybe Habakkuk. He had the Rona. Said? Yeah, Daddy Rona. had the Rona. Anyway, um, Habakkuk. If you want to read it, I, I don't know how much you want to go into this because it's like um, it, it starts out like him going, God, I see all this wrong shit that's going on. Why don't you do something about it? And then there's like a chapter of God saying, OK, see, Aaron, I'm not going Bible, to tell you. Bible characters say shit. You can say ass. It's true. And he was talking about a donkey, so you could have inserted donkey. And avoided see, I could have. I didn't want to get hit, though. It wasn't worth oh, it. Okay. All right. <laughs> But then there's like a chapter of God saying, oh, are you (laughs) serious? That's what I like. Nahum hum Habakkuk. Wow, that's cold. That's brutal. Brutal, man. That's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite books of the Bible. There it is. Favorite books. So read the first like four verses. Of the first chapter? Of the first chapter. All right. First four verses, first chapter. Oh, Lord. You want the the melodramatic reading? Never mind. Don't read it. Oh, Lord, how long <laughs> shall I cry for help, and you will not hear? Or cry to you, violence, and you will not save? Why do you make me see iniquity, and why do you idly look at wrong? Destruction and violence are before me. Strife and contention arise. So the law is paralyzed, and justice never goes forth. For the wicked surround the righteous, so justice goes forth perverted. Yes. So then God's response is, Shut up. I'm going to send someone to conquer your people, and you're all going to get murked. I'm pretty much just going to wipe everybody out because you people are pieces of shit. Right? This is the paraphrase. This is not this in. Is, this is first year's second opinion. 
If you want to see more readings of Jared's <laughs> paraphrase of the Bible, pick up the book, God is Disappointed in You. <laughs> so then there's like this little brief where Habakkuk comes back and he's like, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Whoops. I'm going to listen. I'm just going to sit here and wait for calamity because it's coming. I guess I'll just have to sit here and wait for it. And then God says some more stuff. And then can you look at the end in chapter yeah. 3? It's a short book. It's an easy read. Chapter 3, 16 through 19. 16 through 19. I hear and my body trembles. My lips quiver at the sound. Rottenness enters into my bones. My legs tremble beneath me. Yet I will quietly wait for the day of trouble to come upon the people who invade us. Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail and the yield fields yield no food, the flock be cut off from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls, yet... I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God, the Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's. He makes me tread on my high places to the choir master with stringed instruments. With stringed instruments. <laughs> That's my favorite part. You should have let me read it melodramatically if this was to the choir master. Okay, so... You could have the whole vibe. So we resolved you have, that one. Well, you kind of resolved... Not really, because it's not resolved. Like, how do both of those sentiments in that last chunk live inside the same person? I'm gonna wait for death and destruction. Everything's gonna suck, but I rejoice in the Lord. Yep. Out of those... Though, though he slay me, yet will How I do, trust him? Yes. I, I feel like we should let that one hang there for a while, because I know we will circle back around <laughs> to that idea. What you so, got, Joe? <laughs> what do I got? Um, this one's just, it's a brutal one, and I can't... Whenever I read it, I don't know how to picture it. It's one that people will avoid telling to their children, except me, because I don't skip Bible parts with my children. I explain them. Ha! I'm better than all of you. Well, uh, <laughs> let me know when them counseling bills come out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so David defeats Goliath, right? And one, his prize for defeating Goliath oh, is... Oh, I don't cut this part out. Continue. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> David defeats Goliath, and his prize for defeating Goliath was supposed to be... Saul's daughter. Saul's daughter, oh, Michael. never mind. I cut this part out. Yeah. So it's supposed to be Saul's... I thought you were talking about cutting off his head and carrying it around. No, no, that's pretty. That's a pretty cool part, too. Yeah. That, that, that whole story is kind of gruesome. Add it in. Okay, he kills Goliath, and then... So oh, add it in. in. Yeah. David kills Goliath with a stone, runs over to Goliath, takes Goliath. He doesn't kill him with the stone, I don't think. He knocks him over at least with the stone, runs over to Goliath, takes Goliath's own sword, cuts Goliath's head off with it, and then takes the head and brings it to King Saul. He's parading around the camp with a sword bigger than he knows what to do with and a giant's head. Can you imagine that? Some little shepherd boy just kind of like, Look what I found, Dad! So that's just, that's just the first part of this brutal story. He slaps it down in front of Saul. I can picture the splatter because I've watched enough R-rated movies. And he's like, all right, you promised me your daughter. And Saul is like confused. He's like, and I don't, this is the part of the conversation I don't know how to read. I don't know if Saul is trying to get David killed or if he's just saying something sarcastically. So David says, I'd like your daughter's hand in marriage now that I killed this giant. He says... Bring me a bag of a hundred dicks. No, he did not say dicks. He said... Uh, which, which come off he of said, what? He said, bring me... One hundred Philistine foreskins. Yes, that is You think penis. he took the time while he was taking the foreskin to worry about the rest of it? I'm so, just saying, don't... If you're so, in a hurry, you just slap off the whole thing and so, throw it in the bag. So that's the first thing I don't know how to interpret. Like, was Saul trying to get David killed because he was jealous of him already? Maybe. Or was he just, like, seeing what this kid can do, ironically? And then, the next part of the story is David actually comes back. And he is. Once again, in the same way the head splatters down on the ground, I picture <laughs> a bag full of something <laughs> splattering down on the ground, like... Here you go, Saul. But it was more. He Can asked, I have your daughter now? But he he brought back more than he was asked, right? Was it more than he asked? I th- I think it's like I don't Saul remember asked for the specifics. He brought back a thousand, or Saul asked for twenty, and he brought back a hundred. He asked for a hundred, and I know he brought back at least enough to fulfill the commitment. I he brought back more. Okay, like can way, I can I name this episode right now? Yes, airing the Bible's dirty laundry. Airing the Bible's yes, <laughs> that is the episode name. It just came to me. Hey. <laughs> That's funny. Continue. <laughs> but that's just, 
For me, like my kids get really cringy whenever we get to a part in the Bible that says anything yeah. about circumcision because they know clearly yeah. what that but, means. <laughs> <laughs> so when I read that part of the story to them, they're like, okay. Ah! <laughs> so Saul asked for 100. David brought back 200. Okay. He's an overachiever. He's very skilled in his... Okay. Like, okay. So here's, here's Have my you ever question. seen the insult when you're trying to tell somebody to shut up? Thou shalt ingest a satchel of Richards? No. No. Eat a bag of dicks. Okay. I've okay. heard that. I've been told that many times, actually. <laughs> now that you mention it, I've been told I was that trying, quite a few know, times. I was trying to, you know, clean it up and all that yeah. fun stuff. So, Are we going to skip over that Aaron swore, or are we going to... I did not swear. What did I say? You said dick. Dick is not swearing. Oh, so now we're going to put context on it. I, I know a asked. person named Dick. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Richard. There was 200 Richards. That's right. And... <laughs> David brought back a bag full of 200, 200 Richards. Richards. So it's Sorry. just, it's brutal. And a lot of people avoid it because it's brutal and they don't want to explain that. But I just, it's honestly one of my favorite stories in the Bible because it shows David's attitude like, you think you can stop me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, 200. Here's what I want to know. <laughs> David's out there. Come on, men. Here we go. All right, they're all dead. We won. Oh, we're not done yet. I want you to go to everyone. What? You want me to... I don't think David had a big following at this point. I think he did it solo. It doesn't say in the Bible. That's just my conjecture. That's true. That's just my conjecture. That's true. So what you got next, Aaron? I've got 104 skins. Airing, oh. airing the Bible's dirty long. <laughs> um, uh, Jezebel, when she died. Oh, she's a terrible human being. Dogs what? licked up her bones. What's wrong with that? Exactly. I just it it's specifically I mean, it's, it's brutal. Like it's yeah. specifically outlined and the dogs licked up her licked up her entrails or whatever. There's a good number of stories of cat people who die in their house who are then eaten by their cats. I'm the, glad I have a cat in my good. house now. I'm so happy. <laughs> now your cat cats are evil. Yeah. They'll murder you in your sleep and I eat see your body. It staring at me already. So yeah. But it like You got licked. juicy thighs, son. <laughs> <laughs> And that cat is sleeping with your daughter right yeah. now. Yeah. She's a tough girl. She'll make it. <laughs> she make it. Or wait, no, she's not. Your wife was mean and told her. Oh, no, yeah. No. Right. Um, you have the asthma. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe a couple more and then Lick, Licked or? up by dogs. Um, Swallowed by a whale. Some people point to that as like. That happened recently. Yeah, I was... Dude was spit mm, back up. I was... Yeah. Gonna, that was I have the article right here. That was going to be my <laughs> other opener. We all had this in common. <coughs> so, That's just Jonah, weird. I wasn't going to do it. I was just kidding. I didn't have that as an opener. Jonah, according to the story, swallowed by a whale, spends three days in it, gets spit back up. And then there's anecdotal stories of a guy in the late 1700s who, you know, when it's that old, it's easier to question the veracity of a story. Um... Story of a guy who had a similar experience, thereby people have quoted that for years saying, see, it really could happen. And now, just a week ago, it was Something very, like very recent, a lobster diver off the coast of Maine suddenly hears this thump noise around him and is surrounded by blackness, only to discover he has been swallowed, swallowed by, a by a Swallowed by a... What kind of whale was it? A humpback whale. Humpback, humpback whale. whale, okay. Mm -hmm. How long did it take him to spit like, him okay, back out? What's up well, with what's who's naming we, whales? We have a sperm whale, a humpback whale. Like, come on, what's going on there? I think there's something to do with Latin involved, and I don't really understand. I think the humpback is because it has a hump on its back. Well, all right, yeah. And the oh. sperm, it's a big white swimmer. That's what I'm going with. Anyway, it was named a long time ago. My understanding of what happened from the article that I read. Is that once he realized he was inside another creature of some sort, he actually felt the muscles, like the throat walls, contracting, trying to pull him down. You know how when we get something lodged in our throat, mm -hmm. our muscles contract and yeah. try and draw it down into our stomach? He said that was initially what he felt. And he had, it sounds like he was in there for 30 to 60 seconds. He doesn't know exactly how long, but I'm sure it felt like an eternity. Yeah. And he was starting to wonder, like, uh, how do you die inside of a whale? Like, yeah. is there a stomach acid thing here? Like, what happens? And then it spit him back out at the surface. Apparently, it didn't like the uh, sensation well, of him going down his throat. Well, I don't think... Yeah, those types of whales don't eat things that big, so it was probably just a 
he was, byproduct. Well, of, it's a filter feeder, yeah. so he probably just got filtered in on accident. It's like in Finding Nemo when they're all swimming. Oh, don't worry, that kind of whale only eats krill, and then a bunch of krill swim by. Go, oh look! Oh krill. look, krill! Thank you. No, stop it. <laughs> so that was a, that was the last one I had. You, did you have any more, Aaron? Um, I had uh, Noah, like the destruction of every human being on Earth except for eight. You know, when I when I start my uh, merchandise store for the Bible is metal or Bible's dirty laundry, that seems a little too wordy, though. Okay. Well, then don't use it. <laughs> I, I picture like this really gay looking rainbow. And then instead of really big, are you word allowed that says, to say gay gay looking rainbow? Yeah, are you I allowed think so. to say that? Yeah. Apparently, they use a specific number of colors in their flag. I don't know, but uh, I picture this really gay looking rainbow. I said it twice, <laughs> and instead of pride being written really large, I see writing promise really large, and then in small print it says, "This is not pride. This is God's promise to not kill us again." With a with flood. water, <laughs> with water. <laughs> Good thing we yeah. made nuclear bombs. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's got a lot of other ways to send us down the drain now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Noah. That's it's hard to swallow. I mean, I'm I'm leaning more Jared's direction here, not necessarily gore, but I mean, every man, woman, and child. It's, it, one of the things they have in the ark is a a special room. Um, the the fairy tale arc, huh? and it has the fairy tale arc. This is not in the Bible. No. In the Ark Encounter. Oh, in the Ark Encounter that you just went to down in Kentucky, to. not in Turkey. Okay. Not in Turkey, okay. or at the park, or at, at or the at the United Methodist Church with the kids, <laughs> <laughs> where kids poop on the table. Oh, that's um, disgusting. They have a room is the fairy tale arc, and they have all these kids books about Noah's Ark. And it's all this fun little da 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 da, da ooh, yeah. look. And it's like, oh, there's two elephants and two giraffes and Noah. And it's this tiny little arc. And it's like what damage that has done in terms of believability, etc. But also, Noah's Ark, I mean, there's two really, 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 really huge sides of that coin. Yes. There is the total destruction of the planet. And the salvation of the few. And I feel like that is an absolutely perfect place to cut this and take a break for next week's episode. <laughs> take a break for next so, week's episode. What? I thought we, we were done. We have provided a tremendous oh, amount oh. of dirty laundry going through the Bible and its stories. Next week's episode will be a little bit shorter, but it is very important for us to come back to the so, closure and why these stories not only are present, but are actually worth reading in their and useful And speak to the character of God and are important to remember and pass on to the next generation. I'm giving you the symbol to wrap this episode up since you're talking. That little, weird little pause that Aaron just did right there is because I gave the wrap-up sign. <laughs> Thanks just for like, listening eh. to the Undignified Christianity. Join us again next time. Join us again next time for the conclusion of airing the Bible's Dirty Laundry. Email us at undignifiedchristianity at gmail.com. Like, share, subscribe. We love you. Peace. Peace.